0: Domination Radio.
1: Hey, how you doing, buddy?
0: So good. You know what? There's nothing that can stop
1: the direction, no matter limited techie skills or not. <laughs> hey, when you when you've got a dream and uh, and you've got a game plan, you become unstoppable, guaranteed. Awesome, so good. Um, you know what?
0: I really appreciate this moment. I. It's exciting to talk about wins, pitfalls, all the good stuff, but this one's sensitive to my heart and I just wanted to reach out and make sure, um, anybody listening to this going forward, who you are. So I'm Mm going to have a little introduction. I like to just touch on that. I I just want to honor you brother by saying, uh, how you've impacted my life, um, Money's been a struggle for me, and I imagine it's for a lot of people, and I see that as a common tone. So let me let me start by saying, this is Adam Daw, everybody. Um, Adam Daw has his, uh, it's, it's domination, it is it, it is wealth knowledge, it, it, it's um, financial literacy, it's wealth management. I won't beat it up. I know you're better at this, Adam, but just to introduce sure, yeah. you, um, World Financial Group is for me... Um, education it's wealth knowledge it's making informed decisions especially in an avenue and where i think your fears hold you back Mm -hmm. i think where we stumble we struggle with debt We bought into a system, Adam. So basically what I want to say is I ask the Lord today for the strength to find the right words today to honor you and how we serve men through your wisdom. Our belief structure, fears and relationship with money. Mm -hmm. This is one that's so dear to me because I have longing and discontent for financial freedom in my life. Uh, I'm excited for your insight. And uh, as we get uh, closer to realizing our dreams, thank you for doing this with me, buddy.
1: Yeah, I'm more than happy. I'm I'm quite excited to spend this time with you and I guess before we get started as well, um Jerome, I also just wanted to say thanks. I mean, you know, we've known each other now for it's I mean, I think loosely. I mean, you know, we've bumped into each other years, you know, down the road, but I think just as of as of this last year, I think we've connected on a on a different level and I think that we're both going the same way, but I also really appreciate you stepping up and you making this happen because realistically, there's not a lot of people out there that are working as hard as you are to actually make a difference for people. So I wanted to say thanks to you uh, for having the courage and just the forethought to make this happen. It's awesome. Thanks brother. That's uh that's a honorable thing to say. And
0: I really, really uh, respect you for that. Um, you know, through those those little uh interactions that we had in the past I never thought and I remember you Adam and I, and I I I love you for our 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 connection today but I never thought this is where this this journey would go and and mm-hmm. uh you know it's just exciting and 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 I'm glad we're we're in a good place and we're on uh you know this frequency that we're on And and the law of attraction, all those wonderful things that you hear about when you read and you discover. But Mm -hmm. to bring the right people together to do the right thing, I think it's bigger than us, Adam. 100%. Yeah. And and I know you know that. And uh, just uh, it's a blessing to be able to share our wisdom so that hopefully uh, and this forum is for others out there that may be able to take a little nugget from some of our tough times right through mm-hmm. to our breakthroughs through our discoveries and our searches brother and 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 that's that's my whole desire is to serve others and i know yours is too and you've served me so incredibly and and all the other great things you're doing in your business so i thank you and your and your wonderful wife and your little guy for uh yes uh, also having the courage too because uh you guys are an inspiration to me buddy so thanks again yeah
1: appreciate that brother as well right
0: on question one adam we we have a wonderful little structure just to guide us and 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 i'm going to start with that if if you're if you're good yeah 100 percent. so i said adam what occurred to me through my experience and relationship with money is that i choose to give the responsibility i chose in my past to give my responsibility to my ex-wife rather than take the time to learn know the household bills to make informed decisions surrounding my finances in my home um, now, through my conversation with men in the oil and gas, industrial construction, where I've where I do my day to day exchange money for time business, yeah, yeah, it's the same occurrence throughout many households. We're talking thousands of uh, of families in Alberta, yeah. and the men are stressing the same thing. And yeah. and I just wanted to say, uh, if you would touch on for me, how, how does our beliefs we've been taught about money? affect our ability to grow wealth and manage our finances
1: yeah it's a really good question and it's something that i can also relate to because uh for years and years i worked up in the diamond mines so you know i've done the um i've done the leave your home for two weeks at a time be gone for two weeks at a time way up in the in the far north in in the cold and the dark you know working 12, 14, 16 hours a day gone, come home for two weeks with a pile of money that, you know, some of it went into the bank account, but realistically, most of it just got, I'll be honest with you, I mean, a lot of it just got wasted and got (laughs) dispersed and just like, you know, to things like entertainment, to things, uh, I'll be honest with you, to things like alcohol, to things like, you know, just things that I didn't need because I never had a plan. And that's the number one key. It's just having a plan. And I'll tell you, first of all, where that led me personally, after really from age 18 to about age 29. So for for 11 years, after 11 years of mismanagement of my time and of my money and of my resources, I actually ended up $50,000 Fifty thousand dollars in debt, and um, that was vehicle loans, student loans, credit card loans. Um, you know, and I'll, and 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 the worst, the worst of all, Jerome, was I owed eleven thousand bucks to my mom as a you know as a twenty nine year old man because I couldn't pay my bills. I remember one of the one of the worst times it was it was pretty close to rock bottom that time when i had to ask my mom for cash basically to float myself because i had a lack of management um of my money that was one of the worst times of my life having to do that and then the second worst time i was flying up to yellowknife and um i had to get on a plane and on the way there uh if you've ever been you know going to check your bags. in. nowadays it says, Hey, there's 25 bucks for an extra bag. So do you want to pay for that now? And I thought, sure, I'll throw it on a credit card. So I'm in the car and um, I go to pay for the credit 25 bucks on the credit card for the bag. It says, sorry, you know, declined. (laughs) And I thought that's not good. Let me use this other card. Second thing declined maxed out. I'm thinking, no worries. I've got a third credit card. Same thing. All three credit cards was maxed out. On that day, very, 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 very pivotal thing happened. I showed up at the airport. I missed my plane. Now, the plane was there, Jerome, but I missed it because (laughs) I had a bag, and they wouldn't let me on. They said, look, if you you didn't have the bag, you could get on because – you know we can take carry-ons, but the plane's loaded, so you can't load the bag. So because I couldn't afford twenty-five dollars beyond the debt that I had, I ended up missing the plane. And uh, I just had this feeling in my stomach, man, and and just this deep, deep. It just hit me, and I I just said, "Bro, I'm never going to be broke again. This is my fault. This is embarrassing. This this is from a lack." of planning and structure. And I just, on that day, I made a decision. I will never be broke again. And I, I went, I went to work now with that being said, I mean, what does, what does debt do to us, man? I mean, there's a, there's a a phrase somewhere in the Bible that says something to the effect that the borrower is a slave to the lender. Unbelievable. Thanks.
0: That's amazing. You going
1: through Well, and it, well, it is, <laughs> you know, and, and if and if I have if I have twenty thousand dollars of debt that I owe to a credit card company, I'm a slave to that company. They'll keep calling me and calling me, and they're gonna keep drawing money out of my account in the form of interest. And and there's it's just there's nothing you can do until it's paid off. You know, you lose your independence. I mean, stress, which often leads to drugs and alcohol for a lot of people. Oh. I know it did for me at the time. I thought, whatever, <laughs> I'm just having fun. At the time, what I didn't realize was I was trying to mask all of my problems in life. and um, But I want to share this last thought. Please. Is that is that a belief is simply a repeated thought. So if we want to change our beliefs about money, we need to create a decision about how we're going to, A, manage it, B, feel about it, and we need to repeat that thought because – A repeated thought becomes a belief. The challenge for most people is they don't ever consciously make a choice about how they want to think. And because of that, they end up in debt. They end up at jobs they don't want chained to the job, by the way. Speaking of being a a slave to the to the lender, I was now now I couldn't quit my job, the job that I didn't like that was affecting my relationships. And by the way, I mean, I liked my job for a while just over time when I knew I couldn't quit it because I had created so much debt. I was now a slave to my boss. I was a slave to the, to the credit. I mean, I was a slave to everybody. And one of the quotes that changed my life by one of my mentors, Miles Monroe, he said, anything you mismanage you will lose. So you mismanage your relationship. It's gone. You mismanage your money. It's gone. Anything that you mismanage, you will lose. And so I just made that decision at that point to take responsibility, to take control and come up with a game plan. And, and that's, um, that's been nine years, man. I mean, August, 2011 for me was rock bottom. And, you know, we've gone from having about $50,000 in debt to now earning about $50,000 a month through nine years, by the way, of hard work, of mentorship, of business, of coaching. And so sometimes it's the worst periods of our lives that if we look at it properly as a blessing, not as a curse, but this is a blessing to make me stronger, it's happening for me. That this blessing, this worst time of my life has now created an opportunity for the best time of our lives. And so for anybody who's listening to this, that is maybe thinking, man, the challenges, the struggle, you need to ask, why are these here? What are they teaching me? And of course, how did I create them? Because we created them. Once we realize that we created them, we now have the power to create something better.
0: (laughs) Woo! Thank you. You know what? I'll tell you this. We got about 20 more episodes of content you just, you just portrayed in one uh, portion of this podcast. <laughs> so that is amazing. And you know what? You, you, you touched on some things, and I always like to jot it down so that I know that I can, re- re- you know, just at least reference it. Yeah. We, you know, we both love Ed Milette and, and, and yeah. a lot of the this this stuff you talk about adam is 10 years of growth mm-hmm. right
1: yeah
0: this is about this is about society that bought a system a, a business plan that that is not ours because i heard yeah. you, i heard you say we're, we're making other people's dreams come true and not ours yeah this you know a, a part of this journey and, and what you're touching on and all these things that experience in your life it, i mean it's a cause and effect of our lives and we're not even aware we're not yeah. we we don't know other perspectives adam
1: that's right, yeah
0: and, and ultimately, at the end of the day it these limiting beliefs that you and I have heard of and we want to share with others we're not recognizing how much it holds us back and it keeps us fearful and keeps us down and mm-hmm. and, and I just love that you said it's time to start recognizing and, and create a decision for yourself, just mm-hmm. you know what. If you can identify that the common denominator is always going to be you in whatever, in whatever situation we're in. Yeah. You know, and and I really, really honor you for sharing this stuff because you're talking Adam about me, brother, you're, you're Mm -hmm. talking about me and my life. And I'm telling you, I still have debt. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just been through a divorce, not Mm -hmm. too, not too recent past. And, 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 for these listeners cause and effect if you're not taking ownership, and if you're not saying I need to make changes, yeah. I need I need to recognize I'm not managing like you said. Yeah. Watch, I can be the the testimony for them to watch what happens. That's right. And, and and you know what, I'm learning a lot and growing as I go. But but it's because I had to decide that it was about right. me and no yeah. one else. Yeah. And thanks for sharing that. That's really, really huge. And and, and you know what? I think there's a place for, for uh, a a lot of people in general. And I, I say men need to talk because I'm a man that's been through something and you're a man and we talk to men and, and, and we're conditioned to believe that this stuff is a weakness for us, Adam, Mm -hmm. that we're not supposed to communicate anything that's affecting us because we're, we got pride and, and we're strong and and and, mm-hmm. I, and I honor all the fathers and grandfathers always in these podcasts and I never want to beat anybody up, but it might have worked for them, but it ain't working today.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's it's a whole. It's a, you're right. It's a whole different world. I mean, we're in a world of of uh, communication, of technology, of information. It's 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 a world of information at this point, and if we don't learn to share it, to um, you know, to enhance. What we have to, to grow it, then we're we're gonna get left behind, guaranteed.
0: Right you on. What, and what, here's here's yep.
1: a, a quick thought that just popped to my mind, Jerome. Awesome. And I love this thought. It's that listen, um, money's a game, and it has rules. And if you're playing a game and you don't know the rules, what? And you're playing against somebody that does know the rules, you know, i.e. the, the you know the large sort of you know the the large corporations the you know the banks specifically if you don't know the rules and they do what is the what is the possibility you're ever going to win you know if we sat down to play checkers or chess and you know how to play chess i don't know how to play chess it doesn't matter how hard i try to beat you you're going to beat me every single time
0: (laughs) perfect analogy (laughs) yeah um you, you, we have the audacity to go into this stuff, but we go into it winging it. Mm-hmm. But but the things I'm, I, I have a trade background. I'm 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 you know health and safety contractor. I've done done some great things in my life that I'm really proud of. I'm a father, you know, mm-hmm. and and I I find the common de- tone of m- the decisions in my life are based on hey, I got the strength to go into it, but I don't know what I'm doing. And, yeah. and watch how that caused an effect because, you know what, I'm going to go back to one thing that you said too, Adam, is, and I'm grateful for you touching on on, on alcohol and some of the pitfalls because yeah. I know a lot of us out here, especially in my hyper-masculine indus- industry that I I, yeah. I work in, it's yeah. very prevalent. And, yeah. and I know it's not easy to share, but we choose that to mask Um, these insecurities and fears we have because I don't want to let somebody know Adam that Mm. I'm struggling with this stuff I want to portray Jerome as the guy that's got it all and I and you know what I couldn't look at myself anymore regardless of what was happening in my life and keep saying you know you got it Jerome because you know you don't you don't even know what you're doing here you're a dreamer and it, yeah. and, it, and you're passionate and you, and I'm truly grateful to be that guy, Adam, but misguided. I got nothing to, to back it when, mm-hmm. when I'm trying to walk into these uh, really profound situations in a game that I've never played and I don't know the rules and I don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, man. That is so, so good. Um, let's ask another question. This, sure. It's so good. It's flowing, brother. I'm aware that the most of us in the world has bought into the current money system of debt, Mm -hmm. me included, I said. Sure. Yeah. To fulfill today's version of keeping up with the Joneses and to have what we all desire. Yeah. We've accepted enormous amounts of debt. We've touched on that to achieve this, which stimulates the banks and the lending institutions, but cripples most of our hopes uh, for any sort of financial freedom. So what I'm asking is, what's the most important thing you discovered to do or become to break that cycle and overcome your financial challenges? And I know you touched on the plan. Is there a a few little nuggets of specifics um, with with literacy and with wealth management, Adam? Can you
1: please share, brother? Yeah, I definitely will. I will give you some actual specific strategies. Um, And before I get into it, first of all, I'll share... A good friend of mine, her name is Irene Meyer. That's Irene, just like it sounds. Meyer is uh, M E Y E R. I think that's like John Meyer, mayor. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> and uh, I work with her. She has twenty years' experiences as a, as a branch manager with the big banks, and she left the big banks to come work as as a as a broker with me because her number one, she has a dream to help 10,000 families get out of debt. It's something that inspires me every day. And so, wow. I mean, reach out to Irene. I mean, feel free to reach out to me, but on the debt side of things, she loves to teach these strategies as well. So I just wanted to share that as a as a possible uh, connecting point. Yep. But a few things. I'll just share a couple of them. Number one, and this is simple, but you gotta live below your means. Which means, which means if you cannot pay cash, you can't afford it. (laughs) You know, you just can't, you can't afford it. Here's the thing too. I want to just, I should just point this out. The credit card companies have become very, very, I'll say slick in their marketing. Let me share a few strategies. Speaking of things, people probably don't even know about or think about Jerome, have you ever wondered why? They use the tap on credit cards. Convenience. Well, here's the deal: is spend it and go. <laughs> want you to even have a second to think about it, you know, I, I remember one time I was over. I was, at, uh, I was at the Tim Hortons getting myself a a tea, and she sticks the machine out, and like I kind of go with my card to pass it to her. Now this was about the time that the, you know, the tap came out, and I go to pass it to her, and it just goes. Beep. And then I'm like, "What happened?" She's like, "Oh, you just paid for it." I'm like, "Paid for what?" I haven't done anything. <laughs> paid for it. I'm like, "How?" It's the tap. I didn't even know it existed. So, the tap was put in place because, oh, because number one is when it when you have a second to think about it. For instance, let me give an example. Let's say somebody goes to buy. A, I don't know. Let's say it's a bicycle. It's summertime. The bicycle costs a thousand dollars it hurts a lot more to put down 10 $100 bills and slide the cash over because you see it. So they've hidden the cash by putting it in the form of a credit card and they've expedited the process. So you don't even have, you don't even have time to start pushing the buttons before it's gone. And then finally, speaking of games, to make it even worse, what they've done is they've, they've, they've distracted you from the actual end me they've distracted us from thinking about the money and what do they call it points it's not it it's not money it's points you get a thousand points you get a thousand points what kind of game are we playing here what what that really means is you're a thousand dollars in debt and we're going to hammer you with the interest down the road but you got a thousand points so congratulations what am i supposed to do with these points like get a, a fresh new pair of socks like seriously <laughs> So, so people need to, A, understand, you know, one of my, I get fired up about this stuff, but one of the things people need to understand is that until you hate it, you will tolerate it. If, if, if you don't hate being in debt, Hey, you're going to tolerate it. And I started to hate how I felt and, and the system and knowing that my lack, not only my lack of, of, of interest, but the way that it was set up was designed for me to fail. I just started to hate that and so that's when the change started to happen. And so I realized to myself, look, if I can't pay cash, I cannot afford this. I want I want to let that sink in for people. Now, holy. I you, look, I had um I had I had so many credit cards. It was it was getting ridiculous. And this is so here's the strategy. It's called the snowball effect. And so what I would recommend doing What I would recommend doing is starting, you want to take a look at your credit cards. Myself, personally, if you have a credit card, let's say that has $500 on it and one that has $5,000 owing on it, I would start with the $500. Here's why. You know, maybe one's $500, one's $1,000, one's $5,000. I'd start with the $500 and I would attack that card. Here's why the snowball effect, what it allows me to do is I'm going to put all of my money towards paying off that card specifically. I'm not going to stretch it out over the three cards like everybody does where I'm trying to pay each one of these cards at the same time. Here's why, because if I put all that money onto that first card, I can hammer the first card out of the way. And by the way, I at that point would cut it up. You don't need three credit cards. You need one that you use properly. Now, any money that I was putting onto the one that I owed 500, I now snowball into the second one. So if I was putting all that money onto the first one, I put all of that money that I was putting now onto the second one and maybe a little bit more. And then what starts to happen is I start to hammer out these cards. But man, does it ever feel good when you take out that first card, you know, and you're down one, you know. And I I remember, oh, man, Jerome. It was one of the greatest feelings in the world, better than I thought it was going to be. The day that we became debt free, Oh, my pay- gosh. we paid that last card off, man. And it, and it, I think I don't know if it was a two thousand dollar payment. I don't remember what it was, but I just remember thinking, like like we did it. We are debt free. Every single penny that came into our household from that day now goes to savings, right? So, so you got, you got, you got in the past, every dollar going to debt and interest, and now every dollar going to saving, but that snowball effect. And that, and that laser focus on taking them out, not paying anything that I couldn't afford. And by the way, here's a question I'll, I'll share another, this is another strategy. It's a question, very important. Listen, do I want this or do I need this? And if you don't need it, if you do not need that thing that you're thinking about for survival, you don't need it. Don't buy it. Too many people get it because they want it, they'd like it, and they're away wait- and right and so now what they're doing is they're 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 a slave to the immediate, and they when you lose sight of the of the future, you're a slave to the immediate. So as I get focused on the future of paying off my cards and I'm focused on the future. Hey, if I don't need this, I'm not buying it because it's going it's to stop me from ever being debt-free. But when I'm focused on that, now the immediate becomes very important. I cannot afford this. I'm not going to buy it. I'm practicing the snowball effect. I'm excited to be debt-free. I'm working on it. Finally, I've got a date. I've got a date. This is the date. By this day, I am debt free. Debt right? free by what this a, date. What a right? concept! Yeah. You know it. Like, and by the way, and, and and one more thought on that too, Jerome. And this really helped. Listen, as we're thinking about being debt free, here's what I really want you thinking about. I want you to think about being wealthy and creating wealth and having freedom, because we get what we focus on. So if I'm only thinking about being debt-free really what i'm thinking about is my debt right right i think about i want to be debt-free 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 i say the word debt a thousand times in the day so i i want to understand that i have a plan to be debt-free and i have a date but i want to tie it to how good it's going to feel to be wealthy can i how touch good- into
0: that feel good yes, because course, you, you've done that twice and this is this is the amazing thing we're conditioned to believe that the short-term gratification of our life could mm. could supersede long-term gratification. And you know what my paradigm swish, switched on and you're talking on it? Wait till you figure out how great it feels and your mind goes to work to to find more things that are gratifying for the long mm. term of your life so please yeah. please uh i just wanted to interject because that's twice and 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 we're, we're just it's a conditioning of life again and, and we just mm. i need this now and it makes me feel good no no hang on a sec jerome watch how amazing you feel and your life turns around the causes and effect when you make better decisions about your money
1: yeah so, so let me share this thought. It's again one of my uh, one of my favorite books. It's by Miles Monroe. It's called The Burden of Freedom, and you'd love it, by the way. Cool. And here, here it is. It's it's the paradox. It's sort of you know people think that oh man this this discipline this discipline is so you know it's so constricting this discipline of saving money it's so constricting because I really want this case of beer I really want this new snowboard. I really want this. I want this. This is so restricting being disciplined. Discipline is the opposite of restricting. It's freedom. Discipline equals freedom. The people with the most <laughs> discipline live the most free lives. So as you start to look at the discipline of saving and the discipline of having a plan, it's no different You know, in our health. If you are disciplined in terms of your health, you're going to live a free, healthy life. But if you're not disciplined in your health, you're going to have a heart attack. I mean, that's it's just the way it goes. And in the financial world, if we are not disciplined, we are completely again. Now I'm a slave to the lender. Why? I wasn't disciplined. So we have to look at discipline like freedom because the discipline of saving, the discipline of having not spending cash, you know, if I can't afford it, I don't, if I can't afford cash, I don't get it. You know, the discipline of, do I want this or do I need this? And if I don't, I don't get it, is going to lead to wealth. So we have to then tie the discipline to the wealth, and then we start to feel good about it. And, and, and you can't force yourself over and over and over to do something that doesn't feel good. So you have to find a way to make it feel good if you're going to sustain it. But most people will look at any discipline like it's constricting. If it's constricting, you're going to feel like there's a loss. You're not going to be able to convince yourself over the long term. This is why people keep tripping up. So you have to find a way to make it feel good. Discipline equals freedom. Incredible. <laughs> I, I I underlined it.
0: Uh, I put uh, parentheses. I did everything with that because uh, if anybody and everybody that's listening to this we are conditioned to believe otherwise we we there is a system and a business plan and a uh, format in place that tells us otherwise but mm-hmm. but it, it is disciplined because you know what Adam when I played sports and I practiced yes. and and I really loved what I did, you know what? I didn't recognize it was by by um by design that uh, great things are occurring in my life. Mm-hmm. you know, it's tough to have that awareness, but if we can just look back on some of the great times in our life when we were younger and it was just, it was just innocence and natural, but that is us freely going to work by design to have what we want. We, we, we set our mind in focus. We were disciplined, we trained and, and the results were magnificent. They, they were fulfilling and they yeah. last a long time. Yeah. Um, this segues into question three, and, and I just want to get into it so that we can come back to this. Sure. And it says, I, I believe the cause and effect of where I had continuous trouble in my life where money attributed to the famous cliche, money's the root of all evil. And, mm-hmm. and the fear of what I pre- perceived it, it takes to achieve wealth. My relationship around money has been scarcity, not having enough, not being enough to be wealthy. Yeah. I didn't know that to have abundance, you have to come from abundance. What does that mean to you? Uh, How did it change
1: your life? Yeah. Great question. And I'd, um, you know, I'd go back to another resource, the law of attraction. Great book by Jerry and Esther Hicks. Awesome. Law of attraction. You know, we were talking about this in the beginning states that which is like itself is attracted unto that so you attract yourself you, you know you attract yourself no matter who you are you don't you don't attract necessarily what you want you attract who you are and you touched on it you talked about being enough and that's what it's all about and so I, you know I'm going to kind of walk through some of my mindsets around this but this is what I believe number one number one he who chases money and by the way this also comes from the bible i'm not going to say it maybe exactly the way it is but basically he who chases money money runs from him right yep. money runs from people that chase it right. but if you seek to become a person of value money becomes attracted to you so we're not we we are conditioned to look to go and make money. I need to go find money. But what if we started to switch things and start to say, "Hey, what if I just started to become more valuable?" And by the way, things become valuable when they're rare. Any time we ha- any time we have something that's rare, like a diamond. I mean, diamonds are rare, so they're valuable. You know, if you, if you think about something that's in an oversupply or an overabundance, and it's easy and it's simple well it loses its value why because it's so readily available and so we need to become a person of value that's the number one thing and so as i go through this now and as i share this i you know this is my personal belief from you know as as a man that 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 up until age 29 and i had my awakening jerome i'd say i had the lights turned on yep unfortunately for most people, myself included, we wait till it is so bad. It's so dark. And we are forced to change before we make any changes. I don't know why we do it. I don't know why I did it. I don't know what I was thinking up until age 29. But the lights came on for me at age 29. And here's what I realized. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the, the human spirit And um, this is my belief. Now, yes, employment is important to run the economy. Yes, people need jobs to pay their bills. I believe that people should start at a job. But I don't think anybody wants to finish at a job. I think, hey, get a job. Get some experience. Get some skills. You know, make a little bit of money with the purpose of then floating your business. Find your gift. Find what is inside of you personally that basically you came to this earth with that you are here to share. And when you find that gift internally, you can no longer be employed because you become what I call deployed. (laughs) When you get to the point, when you get to the point that you look at yourself so valuable that nobody could place a salary on you. You know, nobody can tell you what you're worth. Hey, you're worth 25 an hour to me. You know, hey, you're worth 17 an hour. You're worth 30 an hour. That's what we're going to pay you. But when somebody gets to the point that they feel unlimited and truly valuable, that's when things really start to change. And so if we think about it, you know, at a job the job's all about what you do now in business and in personal development, it's all about who you are, who are you becoming? Right. good and if brother. You, you know, and, and when we start to think about the human spirit, why, you know, why people are so unhappy at their jobs, let's talk about it. The human spirit, number one, we were born to be free. Mm-hmm. We were born to be happy we were born to have complete control of our lives. We were born to create. We, this is again, these are just my beliefs, but I believe Love we were it. born in the likeness and the image of the creator. And so a boy. When, we be, when we behave like the creator, we live what I would call a kingdom lifestyle, which means it's heaven on earth, right? But, if you think about it doesn't employment cancel all of that how much freedom do i have at my job yeah. how much creativity do i have at my job That's how right. much control do i have at my job does my identity really matter do they pay the person or do they pay the position right and hey and then what happens to my identity maybe as a father, as a husband, as somebody who brings the money home, when they tell me, we don't need you anymore, Mm -hmm. you're laid off. You're like, how does that? Right. And then now I'm in this position where I live in fear daily, my human spirit thinking, am I going to be next? Are they going to lay me off? Are they going to cut out my salary? What's going to happen then? Now on the flip side, if somebody can get into business for themselves, man, business promotes freedom, business promotes growth, you know, and you have full control of your business, you know, and it's unlimited what you can have and it's unlimited who you can become. And and for myself personally, I believe the human spirit, when you put the human spirit in an area of growth and freedom and creativity, that this is where we really shine. And, and, and so again, I believe that starting at a job yeah started a job sure don't finish at a job and certainly don't let your future be dictated by something that you don't control because now you have no control of your future you, you don't control your paycheck you don't control your income you don't control your you don't control anything and how are we supposed to feel strong and confident in something that we have zero control over and hopefully that covid I'm hoping, I really hope it opened up a lot of people's eyes to where they are and how easily it can be taken away if they don't control it. And so I think that if we can start to go to work on developing ourselves, so let me share a few things that I've done that have really helped. Number one, I journal every single day. Jerome, I used to think journaling was for girls in grade three. Turns out the most successful men that I know journal every day. I'm looking at a stack of my journals. I kid you not. I have five years of journal. I started journaling in 2015. At that point, I was still in debt. I was still struggling, but I was working on the game plan. And so in my journals, Jerome, I could open up every one of those journals and I could flip to, I could flip to, you know, July 27th. 2017, I can tell you exactly what I was doing on that day, what I was creating on that day, what I was thinking on that day, and every single thing that are in those journals are now in my real life. Wow. You know, it's, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, living, I'm living in my pre-dream home. I've got my, look, my son was in my journal. Before he was even born, we were journaling about it. You know, the offices that we've opened up all across the country, they started in the journal. You know, what if I wasn't every day journaling about what was going to happen? Because if we're going to take control of our lives, we need to take control of our thoughts. You know, and if we're going to create the future, we need to create it first on paper. And so journaling every day creates clarity. It creates power. It creates energy. It creates focus. And here's the key to it, Jerome. Now, I might have one bad day, or I might have one off day. But here's what happens. Even on the most challenging days, it just becomes a character building day. Because now the next day when I wake up, I look at yesterday's journal and I think, what did I learn? How did I get better? Where did I grow? Did I do what I said I was going to do? And so every day feeds off of the last day. It just keeps getting better because you become more conscious and intentful. So that was a a number one paramount thing for me was to start journaling. You know what I think it does? You know what? Oh man, I didn't know it was gonna go here. And this is so good.
0: I I'm looking at all three of mine, 2018, 19, and 20. They got the dates on the front. And I say, I'll start this once again by stating how grateful I am to have my new gratitude journal. So I didn't know myself that it would grow into exactly what you're outlining is your, yeah this is your this is you uh manifesting and and a better word is foreseeing your life yeah, yeah. And, and and um and i just the, the most exciting thing about that is whatever fluffy woohoo stuff anybody thinks just look at the cause and effect because yeah. this journaling has changed my life and it's made me grateful and it's held me accountable to me. Mm-hmm. They say integrity, Adam, is the, is the promises you keep to yourself when nobody else is looking. And and, and when you can write this stuff down, I notice what it does for me. And, and amazing, dude, how, how you shared it and how you're it's a plan for your life and and, and you know you're you're really um just just having a, a a guide and you're living that guide and it comes from you internally you said this earlier so I just uh it's amazing and, and that's such a cool tool and I everybody in this world needs a journal. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah so thanks man keep going if you if, if you got more and I, <clears throat> I just need love interjecting one you got some no of course crazy of course.
1: substance like that. You, you, what, and you just said it, too. It's like you, you could have never imagined things happening the way that they did. But yet at the same time, you're imagining them every single day. And so you start to open up this other world that lives inside of you that you didn't even know about because right. you weren't documenting it. Right. You know, you, you, and so then you start to become very aware, awareness. Oh. You start to be aware of your thoughts, which leads me to my second point. I started. I started having affirmations. I had affirmations. I, and every day I have affirmations. Here's, here's the, here's what, how are affirmations they to you, Adam? Work. what are they, Adam? So for me, I've got an affirmation for my faith, for my family, for my fitness and for my finance. And they're very simple. And I, I'll just share the basics of them with you. Yep, yep. So for, for faith, for me, that's my foundation. And so mine Mine is that I came from God. That makes me a God on earth. I stay connected to him always through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I seek first the kingdom always. Wow. Wow. For me, what that means is when I behave like my creator, Mm -hmm. I have the power to create like my creator and my belief is that we came from somewhere to be here on earth to change people's lives. But when I'm not connected, I lose that power. And so I seek, seek is the key word there. I look always first for the kingdom. And if I look for what I call the kingdom life, which is basically a perfect inner being, if I seek that first always, I stay connected to my faith. It leads me then to my family and and family first. For me, Savannah's my queen. You know, Dominic is my is my king in the making, and they're my reason for everything. Also, from the Bible, I am, you know, I am patient, I am kind, I am loving. And it's that simple. You know, and and in the in the Bible it says love is kind, love is patient, right? And and that's how I govern my family values. And it's that simple. You know, faith got that down. Boom, family got that down. Fitness, my fitness, for me, it's a it's a big deal. Um, I think it's, it's a huge part of creating your energy. Uh, your identity is feeling strong, feeling energy uh, for me, my fitness, you know, affirmations, I'm an Olympic athlete <laughs> Yeah, in, in, in my mind. I am. And, yep. and you know, if, if you think about it, you know, if I have the mind of an Olympic athlete, it makes it pretty easy for me to decide at least most of the time what food to have and what food not to have. You know, when it comes to getting up early in the morning, it's not a decision. As an Olympic athlete, that's what we do. And so for me, my body is my temple and my connection point to source energy. So I, you know, I relate back my fitness back to that, that creation point. And then finance, which is what we're talking about, is I am a millionaire. I am a millionaire. You know, I'm an avid saver and a manager of resources. Money flows to me easily and abundantly in large and increasing amounts. I make a million dollars a year and it grows daily as I grow. And so for me, if, and this is the big key, and this will kind of wrap up your point. Mm -hmm. You talked about abundance, creating abundance. If I'm a millionaire in my mind, if that affects every decision that I make every day if i 'm a millionaire in my mind i can 't go off wasting money that 's not what millionaires do and if i'm making a million dollars a year every year um and we're halfway there we don 't make a million a year, but we 're about halfway there right on. um but if I look at that in my mind, if I'm making a million dollars a year, I need to act like I'm making a million a year. I need to feel like I'm making a million a year, because if I don't act and feel like a millionaire, I'll never become one. And Jim Rohn says, if you want to become, uh, if you want to make a million dollars, he says, you better become a millionaire really fast. So what he's saying, if you want to, if you want to generate that kind of income for your family, and there's many businesses out there that you can. If you have a goal to make a million dollars a year, you need to first mentally become a millionaire because you attract that which you are. And so those affirmations for me, outside of having my journaling, my affirmations, the last thing that really tied it together was I had goals. And in my goals, I had I had three things. What I wanted, when I was going to have them finished, and why I wanted them. And I, and every single day I read out those goals, Jerome, I'm looking at my stack of goals. They sit on top of my stack of journals that sit on top of my stacks of affirmations. And uh, I could go over those goals and ninety ninety eight 98% of those goals are now done. Wow. And, like well done. It's, it's incredible brother. And this, and this is, you know, and again, I want to, you know, I want to just go back and say, You know, good job for you for getting this stuff out there because, I mean, for me, I want more people to live this life. I want more people to be debt free. I want more people to be in a position where they can earn the kind of income that I feel that they deserve or that obviously they feel they deserve. You know, and so you sharing this information, I mean, I'm just hoping that somebody listens to this and thinks, man, like my life, I created it. And I am where I am because of myself. And if I take control, if I make a game plan, if I work on it every day, I can create anything I want for myself if I'm willing to put in the work. And yeah, I, I'm really, uh, I'm really, I'm really fired up about you doing this, and 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 to have the ability to share something that I hope helps, you know, some people out there listening. If it helps one. I'm happy. Awesome, brother, you helped me, man, you've already done it. (laughs) So, well,
0: okay, I'm going to summarize something because I want to I want to just wrap a little bit of this summarization around you started with being valuable. Mm -hmm. And Mary Morrissey says our value is to give. We're sharing this stuff. As a as a driving force to give. And then you go into it after, and you said, faith, affirmations, journal, and goals. And Adam, the, too much of this world is combating us with all the stuff that keeps us down. And, and I find what you've alluded to, and, and why it's so valuable, is you, you, you're putting a, a, a armor around yourself yeah. of, of great amazing habits that are working for you and your family in your lives Mm -hmm. and you're aware of how they're affecting your life because it's caught your cause is creating your the desired effects yeah right And, and and then it goes back to identity once again because we're we're this powerful strong masculine man just just a version of us is that's our identity and when we lose this and when we're unsure of this and we don't know the tools to combat all the negativity that keep us uh jason capital says low status and this isn't what you have it's how you feel about yourself it's the emotional conception of yourself yeah right so to be high status is to arm like adam said and well that was my words but arm yourself with faith affirmations, journal, goals. Adam, can I say one thing? As I have affirmative power. I just wanted to share the first couple sentences. And this yeah. is my affirmation. Thoroughly to realize the true nature of affirmative power is to possess the key to the great secret. We feel its presence in all innumerable forms of life by which we are surrounded. And we feel it as life in ourselves. And at last, someday the truth bursts upon us like a revelation that we can wield this power, this life by the process of thought. And I, what it, I can ting, I tingle right now. And I just wanted to say everything that you've said so far um, has gone to work on me. You've been an inspiration and I just want the same thing that you want is I want to add value and I want people to believe that they're internally put on this earth and designed to be powerful, live in his image of us. We are, Mm -hmm. we are him. Mm -hmm. Right. And I know that's our faith. I don't matter. It's not a denomination, a sect. It's nothing. And that's not what you and I are alluding to. It's right. It's we do believe. And you know what, Adam, I'm noticing about you brothers. You believe in yourself, man. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's first about all this. This is what the, when the onion gets peeled back, we start realizing we believe it takes that belief it takes us arming ourselves every day with those same habits. And yep. when we become something valuable for ourselves, I think we're going to be a, a beacon and a light for others, man. A- mm. And you know what, dude, I just knew you were going to kill this. And I just really, really appreciate you going to these. See, what? remember when I just had that brief conversation with you and I said, I don't know where these go, brother, but yeah, they, yeah. They, they get legs and they go. And it's because you're compelled uh, in, in the life you're living. Regardless of your circumstances, ever in life, mm-hmm. you're compelled to be this person, and and I am too. And, and with more of um, with more love and grace and affirmations and all the tools, we're gonna we're gonna realize our dreams. Yeah. And, and that's the message for everyone else. So I just wanted to say also, as money's here to provide us with the things we want to do, uh, if we do not establish a relationship with money and how it serves us and our uh, oh, our purpose we will never know the freedoms you believe only happen to others and not you. Yeah. Imagine living the life you will you, you uh you only began to discover a little bit more than you you do right now, mm-hmm. and what holds you back so once yeah. again, I just beat up that end of it, but that's okay because I think with these tools with awareness, Adam. Um, we can be the people we've always wanted to, but maybe we're too afraid, or we're conditioned to believe we couldn't.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well and said. I just,
0: I just want to completely honor you and leave you with, leave our our guests with this: is where do we find more of you? If they need to reach out and just get their debt in order, and get 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 a little bit of more literacy and maybe some education, and overcome a few of these fears that they have around money that maybe they were, they were taught.
1: Yeah, no worries at all. And, and I'd be, uh, I'd be more than happy to, uh, to help if I could so far. Um, I mean, just even on Facebook, I mean, my name is Adam, A-D-A-M, uh, just like it sounds. And, uh, and then last name Dodd, D-A-W-E. Um, I, I often, um, I've got a lot of videos up there on, on whether it's inspiration or thought or business. I'm always trying to share, you know, good, good audios that way. There could be some good value there. And also on Instagram, um, which we will be using more uh, going forward, but same thing, Adam Daw on Instagram. And um, you know, outside of that, those would be kind of the two main places to, to track me down. Sweet. And, and I'll, I might leave this thought to Jerome. Um, yep. As you've mentioned, my wife and I, we have, uh, we have a nationally expanding business and we have a part-time apprenticeship where we not only teach people about money, And we've got an incredible, incredible education uh, platform to learn about money and tax shelters and insurances and mortgages and saving money and all of this stuff. But we also, on a part-time basis, help people to earn extra income doing it. And so if somebody's listening to this saying, man, I mean, I I just need to make more money and I want to learn about it. Hey, feel free to reach out. And I'd be more than happy to at least have a conversation about what the apprenticeship actually looks like, because we've got a lot of good people that started with us part-time that have been um, a lot of them have replaced their income and and come full-time and are just living a great life of freedom. Like we've talked about a lot of these guys, we got a lot of guys and girls that are making an extra 10 or 20 or 30 or $50,000 part-time every year. And so if, uh, if it interests you to learn a bit more about money, we are looking for some great people part-time. And, uh, you know, hey, feel free to reach out. And I appreciate you, brother. I've had a lot of fun today. Woo-hoo. I'm all fired up for the day now. I can't wait to get out and get it. You know what? You've done good work for me. I
0: converted everything over insurance-wise. I've already been on many. You, go- It works. It's amazing what they're doing. And they're the first one I've seen in this medium that educate people and so they can make informed decisions about their money and their lives so mm-hmm. adam i honor you i love your brother well we we got lots more to go in this world together and, and i know and i just want to keep building this relationship with you and your family brother so thank you
1: likewise jerome hey this is just the beginning as as we say and uh, god bless you brother and have an awesome rest of your day
0: god bless you too all right bye-bye. bye
1: bye bye